Hey everybody, welcome to the Ralph Graves Jr. Show. I'm your host, Ralph Graves Jr., and I'm so glad you're here. No matter where you are right now or what circumstances you face, lasting success is within your reach. On this podcast, we'll have real conversations with people who have had to overcome unthinkable obstacles to achieve success. Are you ready to live with unstoppable momentum and focus? Well, today's your day. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Podcast with Ralph Graves Jr. My name is Ralph Graves. So glad to have you guys here. I say before every episode, you guys could be listening to, watching anybody, doing whatever it is you want to do. But the fact that you took out some time to listen to this program, listen to this episode, it just humbles me. And so I want to, it, it is my job to bring you some of the best people that I'm getting to know that I know that are really help you reach the next level as you continue to be unstoppable. And today, and today guys, I have, uh, um, I have Amanda Boland. She's the founder of She Did It Her Way. Welcome, Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for having me. And as I was sharing with you, Ralph, prior in the virtual green room, if we will, it's it's always an honor and um, humbling to be able to step into your world and be able to, you know, be in front of your audience. And so whether you're tuning in or you're watching this, um, I'm just excited to be here and to be able to chat with you today. Well, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I, I wanted to have you because your story is just so unique. I, I you know, um, looking at what you've done, I, I want you to kind of kind of tell my audience who you are, how you started. Uh, she did it her way. Talk about your experience. Talk about your experience. Yeah. Uh, do we have five hours? No, <laughs> just kidding. I'm going to do my best in condensing my story from a high level perspective. Uh, I find myself wanting to go in depth in some areas because I Amanda, think that they can be relatable to some people. So well, not, we can have a part one and part two. Don't worry. Okay. okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. The plane is taking off. So, right. um, yeah, let's go way back. It's 2021 now. And in 2010, I graduated college. I'm originally from Iowa. I went to university of Iowa. I studied finance. I got my certificate in entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. I took a job with target in their stores doing leadership. And it was in the first six months of that role that I really realized that, okay, I definitely want to do something on my own. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's not here. And and we can always backtrack onto that experience and transition from corporate to um, the next phase to the next leap, because I think probably your audience might resonate with the fact that a lot of them might be in corporate thinking about starting a business, but really challenged and mentally fighting with themselves and getting themselves into the loop of, yeah, but should I do it? And then they put one foot on the boat and then it's really scary. So we can dive into that as well. But I spent essentially two years in corporate before in 2012, I had an opportunity to go out on my own as a freelance um, trainer facilitator. And essentially from there, I subcontracted with about five or six different companies who then I did sales training, leadership development, employee engagement training for their clients like AT&T and JP Morgan. It was a blast. And I still actually do some of the subcontract work today because it adds a different element to my world than in, in addition to what the element she did at her way brings, which we can talk about that as well. And in 2015, 
I wanted to carve something out of that was my own. As I was traveling every single week, seeing all these different cities, I just thought I want something of my own. And I like talking. So I started a podcast called She Did It Her Way, had zero intentions of making it into a business. Right. Zero. It was literally a hobby that I kicked around the can. There's no intentionality, no strategy, just like simply a hobby. And then in 2017, after two years of people saying, Hey, like, can I work with you? What else do you have? I finally decided at the end of that year, I'm going to host an in-person event in which people were like, are you crazy? Why you're going to start with an in-person event? Like you don't make money on that. Um, it's not, you should do like more online marketing route and all this. And, but my gut kept saying, do an in-person event. So in three months threw together a one day event in Chicago, had over 35 women from 11 different States and Canada wow. fly to Chicago. And that was the first moment that I was like, wow. So there, there is something that is here. And in the following years in 2018, 19, and, um, probably like the first half of 2020, it was really throwing a lot of spaghetti at the wall to see, okay, what sticks not only from how are my clients getting successes, but also how do I want to show up as a business owner and how do I want to design my life and the way that the business works and what do I actually want to teach? And so today in this world of 2021, we, the premise is really helping women and, and men too make that transition and support them on the journey from corporate America to becoming their own boss from the accountability, the mental and emotional standpoint, because so much, and I'm sure you, you, you obviously, I'm, I'm assuming you know this because of our chats prior is that so much of what we do and don't do is a direct result of the thoughts that we think. And our physical world is a lagging indicator of what we're thinking on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. And so if you're starting a business or you're thinking of starting a business and you're asking yourself questions of doubt of what if I fail, will this work? What are people going to think about me? That thought creates an emotion that is uninspiring, that creates that doubt that makes you feel overwhelmed. And so therefore your action is either in action or you take action from a place of uncertainty. So you're not really going all in, which then gives you the results of being exactly where you are today yeah. and, or not necessarily meeting the goals and expectations that you've set for yourself. Yeah. So that's how kind of how we got here and you can decide how we unpack that. <laughs> well, I, you know, but no, but you, you said, you said a lot and all of it, what you said was, was true. When you talk about the, as soon as you start having that doubt, you start living mm-hmm. uninspired, you start, you know, how did you break through what I call that terror barrier? Oh, how did you break through that? Because if, if in the, the young men, young women, whoever you are listening to this, in order to start a business, become an entrepreneur, there is a terror barrier, a terror barrier. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Yeah. I, the, the terror barrier. Yeah. Say yeah. that 10 times fast. That's right. <laughs> I, the terror barrier, barrier, the TB as I'll call it. Yeah. Is it's a, nev- it's a constant and never ending improvement. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the the transformation we're we're so quick in our day and age to want results to see things immediately. I mean, we've been conditioned to we can order stuff on Amazon and get it the same day. I mean, same right day. then and there, right? Same day. I believe though, based on my experience, that to live an unstoppable, extraordinary life, it's having the patience and the tenacity to make decisions to make the right decisions or make the decisions 
to show up every day and work on yourself. And it's trusting that you're doing the work, even though you can't always see the physical manifestation of the result. And I think breaking that terror, terror barrier is really rooted in a decision and a commitment and not wavering regardless of what your physical environment is around you. Now, I know this, I teach this, I still coach myself on it because <laughs> I get frustrated. I'm like, why? I, I'll like catch myself asking, why isn't this happening faster? And I'm like, whoop, not the right question right. to be asking because the questions we ask and the thoughts that we think, our brain will find answers to them. And sometimes, a lot of times, we're not even aware of the questions we're asking, let alone asking supportive questions to help us move forward. So I really believe that the overcoming and breaking that is, I guess, if you were to break it down in a strategical way, one is become aware of the thoughts that you're thinking. So either plug yourself into podcast or enroll yourself in a coaching program to help you bring that awareness and not being in a rush because transformation to me is never ending. I'm not getting to apply. I used to think that like, oh, once I get over here, life is going to be better. But the, the truth is, is that if we put conditions on our ability to be happy or be centered and feel abundant, then we're always going to be looking outside of ourselves to fill that, to fulfill that, mm. that commitment or that feeling. Yeah, say that again for the people in the back, because yeah. we, we think that, <laughs> when, that. We, when we arrive, I'm no longer, I'm here now. I don't want anything, you know, we, yeah. we you know, say that again, say that again. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's really not living a life based on conditions that are outside of you. And I used to think, oh, when I hit a certain financial mark, then I'll be happy. Or if I hit a certain weight, then I'll be happy. Well, that's all conditional based. And what I've come to learn is that the real magic is not necessarily operating to a vision, but it's operating from your vision. So if you know who you want to be, where you want to go, how can you take your future self and start behaving and making decisions and showing up? If your future self is this happy-go-lucky, this disciplined person, the person who's calm, the way that you become that person is starting to operate like that person today. And I had to learn the, I have my own money story. And that was really big that I had, I really had to learn that like, wait a second, if I can choose to be happy and be grateful for the money that's in my account today, that's how you actually manifest and bring in more abundance is by being grateful, not shaming, right? right? If money was a person, I believe it's an energy, but really thinking about, okay, if money was this person, do you treat money like your best friend or do you talk bad about your money? Right. I mean, we could go off in so many, but I that's mean, you how get, I you get more of what you're grateful for. That's what you're hun, saying in essence. Period. Hun, hun, hundo, hundo, hundo. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. In every area of your life, you will get plenty of what you're grateful for. And I like what you yep. said. It's it's being okay. If if all I have is this certain amount, if all I got is this certain amount of money, I'm going to be grateful for that. Mm-hmm. As I develop strategy, as I do right by that, as I do right by what I have. Yep. You know, you know, and it's, it's trusting yourself enough. Like I was so comfortable. My comfort zone was criticizing and shaming my money that when I started practicing 
like being grateful for it. It was in the back of my mind. It was like, wait, but is this going to work? Like there was that doubt and I wasn't fully in. And until I really just surrendered and let go and said, you know what, I'm going to trust the process. Mm -hmm. I changed the way I met my, like made my debt mean. And it really changed a lot. And the other thing is, is that you can't create a desired future by criticizing your present today. It just doesn't work like that. I've seen so many people criticize and yeah, criticize the things in their life, but expect more. And like, you can't, you, that's two different vibrational radio frequencies. And you are saying so much right now. (laughs) I know maybe too much. Criticize what you have (laughs) and then want more. I, I, and people just forget that. And Sometimes I'll say that to people and they look at me like I got foreheads, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, you can't hate well, what you have. Yeah. It, and then you expect can't. more of what you want to come. You can't. Do yeah. That. It doesn't, it just doesn't work like that. And I think the other thing is, is that there's a belief around that the more, the harder we are on ourselves and the harder we criticize ourselves, um, we think that we're stronger And, and again, I'm speaking from my personal experience and based on conversations that I've had when it's like, when, when we're not doing or living our best as humans or as individuals that we know we can live up to criticizing ourselves doesn't actually help us. We have to learn to be loving and unconditionally kind to ourselves and not punish ourselves when we don't do something that, that we expect, because it's kind of going back to that, that phrase of like, if we think that we can create, we can get what we want by criticizing. It's actually the opposite. Yeah. And you know, and I'm, I'm much older than you. There was a song when I graduated high school years ago. Matter of fact, my class song, the greatest love of all Ooh, begins yeah. with you it was by Whitney Houston. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. Greatest yeah, yeah, love yeah. of all. You know the song, right? You know the song. I don't. You should probably sing it for us. Uh, I doubt that'll happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the greatest Dude. love of all. But you have to love yourself. You have to love yourself. Mm. So here I am. I'm. I'm. I'm a young. I'm a budding entrepreneur. Uh, I mean, I. I, I say okay uh, for imagination purposes. There's a young mm-hmm. lady who has children. Um, she's in the workforce, but she knows there's so much more. I, 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 I saw that you have something called, she did it her way, but I'm afraid I'm nerd. I don't, how, how, how would you, how would you begin with me? I have this great yeah. idea. No one, no one, no one sees it, but me, but I need help, man. And I heard you on the unstoppable program. She did it her way. I'm calling you have a mm. conversation with me. Yep. I, would do a couple of things. Mm -hmm. One is really focus on cleaning up what's going on up here in our thoughts. So that's one. Two, get as clear as possible as like, if you have that idea, find someone who has been successful at doing what it is that you want to do. So those are the two things, which I'll kind of like dive in deeper. When I say clean up the thoughts, it's I've seen and I've experienced too, where we have so many things pulling at our attention and in the, have you read um, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich? Of course. Yeah. I figured you did. I didn't even have to ask. That was a rhetorical question, (laughs) but so he talks about, you know, thoughts create an emotion that produces that. Right. But there's another layer. And one of, um, Brooke Castillo of the life coach school podcast, 
in her, what she's done is essentially what I believe taken the think and grow rich. And she's added on before that our circumstance. And so our circumstance is a fact, like what's a fact that for instance, one person can make Mm $50,000 and think I'm not making enough. Whereas Mm -hmm. someone else could be making $50,000 and think, man, that's a ton of money. Right. The circumstance and the fact of that situation is that you make $50,000. It's how you choose to think about that circumstance that is going to cause you to feel a certain way. And I find that when there are a lot of competing priorities, especially for those with, and I don't have a family, so I'm not, I can't speak to like how emotionally exactly how that would feel. But I do know that we all have certain circumstances in our life that it's important to be aware of what is actually factual and then choosing on purpose and deciding on purpose how we want to think about it. Because I know, and this was, this happened on a coaching call yesterday Mm -hmm. that one of my clients is starting a um, product-based business. She's a neuroscientist and she's looking at her product-based business that is launching in March. And she's like, well, I'm a little like I'm overwhelmed because I've got like, what if we sell out? And then I've got to spend all this time packing, (laughs) packing the product. And then someone's telling me I should get investors. But then if I have to hire someone, then there's COVID. And I was like, wait a second, we got to stop right there. Well, she's playing out all of these scenarios that have yet to happen. Yeah. They haven't happened. And and selling out is a good, is a good problem. I mean, just selling out is a great, I love when, when I, when I don't have any more books, when I don't have any more, more stuff left. Y'all love it. Yep. Yep. And so her brain, and I always say separate your brain from like who you are because the brain is 2 million years old and it's very primitive. So it's there to protect you. Yeah. And so her brain was starting to spin out and I said, let's like, let's back this up. And it, we unpacked it and we looked at the circumstance and and I said, like, what's the worst that would happen if you sold out? And she's like, well, I guess that would be a good thing. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. And holding up that mirror and like getting clear of like how our brain wants to go to all these thoughts. So coming back to the circumstances that people oftentimes feel overwhelmed by their to-do list, but it's not really our to-do list that makes us overwhelmed. It's the way that we choose to think about our to-do list. Instead of saying, I have to do something, say, I get to do something, which I I believe that. that, I like that. Just changing that word and then deciding how you operate, like, where are you taking action from? Are you taking action from a place of like, Oh, I have to do this. Or like, I get to do this because your energy that you're bringing to each of those situations completely different, which is going to either lead you to burnout or it's going to give you the fuel to keep going. And so it all starts up here. And then the second piece, like I was saying is finding someone that's the strategy piece. That's the tactical piece. But I definitely say like, let's get the mind right. Right simultaneously at or before we start doing the tactical because someone could have all the pieces enroll in the course that they know they need to take but not actually take action and if we don't take action something's going on up here that we have to figure out and sort out first i'm a firm believer in getting the mind right first Mm -hmm. things can happen while while we're in the tactical stage that if Mm -hmm. your mind's not right you'll quit yeah one thousand happen four weeks into it and that's where most people, if their mind is not right, that's where they fall off. That's yep. where they quit. And, and then they'll say it doesn't work, Where when in reality, it does work, but you missed the mind piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you missed the, the mind piece. 
Man, yeah. that's awesome. I, I like what you say. You said so many things there. And, and I hope you guys are taking notes. I, I hope you guys are, are, are taking notes about this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you enjoy? And, and so, OK, so you did. She did it her way. And, we're gonna, you know, before we close out, they're going to know how to get in contact with you and all that. Yep. But in, when you were building, you left corporate America after only two years. Yes. People thought you were crazy. I know. Uh-huh. I know. Family members, friends, people you worked with. Um, you know, I heard something real offensive, right? And if you're not, and if you're listening to this podcast and you're probably an entrepreneur anyway, or you're about to step out, people, if you tell somebody you're an entrepreneur, they'll say under their breath, just just a way of saying you're unemployed. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, right? yeah. About an entrepreneur, they'll yes. say you're on un- okay. They'll, they'll, you know, those who and God bless them. They just don't have the, you don't have the, the same mindset as those who step out, but they'll kind of say mumbling under their breath. That's just a fancy way of saying you're unemployed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I know that, you you know, whether you heard that, there were people saying that. Okay. So yep. we, we deal with all these things as, uh, as we go along the way. And then those same people who say that, um, they said it to me, they said it to you after you've experienced some success and we're not done yet. They will tell you how proud they are of you. And I and I believe that they mean that. I really do. But they don't understand yeah. it first. But my question, I said all that to say, do you enjoy you do you enjoy the journey or the or once you reach the goal? You seem like a journey person to me. Oh, I am totally journey because yeah. and I think it's really important that whether you're an entrepreneur, business owner, whoever you are, is if it's good, it's great to have goals. It's a benchmark. It allows us to track progress. But if the sole focus focus is reaching the goal, and then when you don't reach the goal, you make it mean something negative about you. Whereas if you focus on the journey, it doesn't matter whether you move an inch or a mile. The goal is to always be moving forward and looking at what it is that you're doing from a lens of experimentation and curiosity and love rather than, oh my gosh, no one signed up for my offer. Like I must be, you know, it must be terrible. I do want to touch on though, what you were saying before of like, when you're thinking about going out on your own and you're doing something that isn't considered mainstream or normal. And I think now, you know, when I did it, it was like nine years ago at that point. Yeah. A little, yeah, probably nine. It was a little like entrepreneurship wasn't what it is today and it wasn't glorified. Right. Right. And there's still circles of people that now this is our world, right? But there's people tuning in that are like, whoa, that's a totally different world. Right. And when I made the, and I was lucky, I grew up in a very, like, I would say blue collar household. Neither of my parents went to college. One of my parents never graduated high school. My siblings and I were, we, the expectation was like, if you want to go to college, you figure out how to pay for it. Like my parents never even went on a college visit with me. And like, when I was young and there was resentment now, as I'm older, you realize that everybody has their own human individual experience. And with that, like people who say things to you are operating from their lens and their world. And it's really important to not take on what people say good or bad, because then you're in constant reaction, high and low about someone saying, oh my gosh, you're doing amazing things. But then someone over here is judging you. You're constantly in reaction to things outside of you rather than being centered within and having a support group of people that are helping you 
move forward. I definitely had people that were like, what are you doing? Right. Wait, I don't get my, I don't, there's people in my life that are like, I don't really understand what you do, but go yeah. you. And I'm yeah. like, that's okay. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, not everybody understands it. I always say, look at just assume that what they say or how they say it is coming from a place of love because their brain is right. freaking out for you because it's yeah. completely unknown. Yeah. But, um, yeah, now I'm it, what's cool though, is like when you become a business owner and you make your own money coming, being in a W2 position versus making the money and like creating the money yeah. yourself and then taking a look back and being like, Whoa, yeah. I like created that. Yeah. It's a yeah. totally different experience. And like, we could do a part two on money. Um, <laughs> we and will. like we will. energy and all of that stuff. But yeah, it's just always remember, like you get to decide what you make people and experiences yeah. mean in your life. And so if I offer something and someone says, no, I don't make the fact that they said no to my offer, a personal vendetta against me. I'm like, great. Some will, some won't. So what? Let's go to the next. Yeah. Part of I, think, sales. <laughs> I think that our entrepreneurs listening or, or just people who are, who are doing things, um, you'll find your audience. Everybody's mm -hmm. not your audience. You'll, you'll find your audience. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll find it. You'll find it. What advice would you give, give my listeners, whether they're entrepreneurs or not, um, you know, um, about, about, um, how to be unstoppable? How would you tell them? How, how would you, how would you tell them to be unstoppable? Hmm. Ooh, I, I would say unstoppable is decide what you want to make unstoppable mean and what success looks like for you. Yeah. yeah. It sounds cliche a little bit, but I really do think that it's important for us as individuals and humans to really define what success means to us Yeah, and not take someone else's definition of success and yeah. think that we need to operate and live up to that. So someone's definition of success may be replacing their corporate income and working half the amount of hours so that they can spend more time with their family. Yeah. Some other people's definition of success is building a seven figure business, right? Figure out what success means to you. And it doesn't necessarily have to mean financially. It could mean time freedom. It could mean a bunch of different things and live and honor that as opposed to like trying on someone else's definition. One more question. Mm-hmm. What are you learning right now? Actually, I got two more questions, but what are you learning right now? What is, what is uh, Amanda learning right now in this season of her life? Yeah, I am really, uh, so I guess I would say what I'm learning, I'm reading a book by Joe Dispenza. Have you read any of his books? Name a book for me. Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. No, I, you know what? I've seen his name, but I have not read it in his book. No. Yeah, so he, I read that book and he has another book, Becoming Super natural, superhuman. I always mess it up, but it's, um, it's really goes into the actual chemical change that your body experiences around meditation, around your thoughts and how you can like transform from the inside out. Wow. And so a lot of people think that meditation and all it's woo woo, but yeah. there's actually a lot of science behind it. And so yeah. for me, I love learning about things that can help me elevate, that can help me become unstoppable yeah. um, from like an internal perspective. I also really like astrology. So that's kind of like a, yeah. I like learning about, about the planets and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Is that astrology or astrom astronomy? Um, well, yeah, great question. I would say astrology. I yeah. find 
astrology super fascinating. Um, okay. And so I, it's like dabbling. I'm not actively pursuing it. I, oh, yeah, I know what you mean. A hobby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind I, of a I, nice brain break. <laughs> I um, my wife likes astronomy and I, mm, I yep. never really looked up. I always was one who looked straight ahead. My wife mm-hmm. is a constellations buff. I mean, she yep. has shown me more planets and more constellations. And we just get caught up in the wonder that mm-hmm. there is something so much greater than we are yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's why I asked that question. You know, mm-hmm. um, so and you answered the question of what are you reading now? But but that that's great. And so I'm glad that you're learning those things. I kind of wanted to share that with, with folks because. We, we always have to be learning. You touched on it earlier, and I, I've mm. said before, and I'll say it again, that a lazy brain is an aging brain. Oh, so, I like that. Yeah, yes. a lazy brain is an aging brain. And so we have to always keep learning if we're going to keep growing and be the people that God really intended us to be. So, Amanda, yeah. how can they get in contact with you? You've given us so much, and, and you will be back. You will be back. Oh, yay. So, Thank so, you. So how can the men and women that, that support this podcast uh, find you? I want them to jump on over to your podcast and check that out. But yes. how can they find you? Give us your email, your LinkedIn. Where are you at? Yeah, I primarily, so you can go to shedidaherway.com and then on the website, um, you can see like the different free trainings that we have along with the couple so, yeah, different free trainings on there. Yeah, there's free trainings. We're always adding more. Okay. Um, so there's free okay. trainings. And then I have a program called Elevate University, which is really designed around, like I was saying earlier, if you're in the beginning stages, if you're side hustling and you're looking for the a way to like plug yourself into a community, a way to get coached and a way to create accountability, definitely mm-hmm. check out Elevate University. It's super, um, I would say like affordable compared to others. So like, I want to be able to offer that and it's, yeah. it's amazing. Um, and then I were pretty active on Instagram, so you can come hang out with us. And then that's also at she did her way. She did it her way.com everybody. Yeah. Listen, Begin your walk, you know, start, you know, start a relationship with uh, Amanda and her company, free trainings. Maybe that'll lead you into some other things, but the Unstoppable program, it's all about growth, all about personal growth, all about you guys growing into the people you were destined to be, Um, whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you're uh, 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 in a company and are leading or whatever the case may be, you just need to grow. Mm -hmm. And I I believe she did it her way, really help you do that. Amanda, thanks for being on the program. Well, thank you so much. And I I look forward to connecting with you all. If you're listening or you're watching, come say hi. And thank you again so much for having me. And your podcast that she did it her way too, right? Yep. Okay, guys, soon you jump off this, <laughs> jump on over to she did it her way. All right. Let her bless See you. See you guys there. Got some great episodes <laughs> over there. But thank you for coming. Hey, guys, listen, you've been listening to the Unstoppable Podcast with Ralph Graves Jr., Thank you for checking checking it out. Guys, remember, if you haven't already, uh, go to Amazon.com. Go to my website, RalphGravesJr.com. Pick up a copy of my book, Unstoppable. Let's be unstoppable together. Until next time, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you.